Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? 423. I'll read the last stanza. Give me, O Lord, a gentle, loving heart, that I may learn to be more tender, kind, and with thy healing touch, each wound and smart, with Christly hands of love and truth to bind. In 423. If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is, Walk Humbly with Thy God. The readings will now be given by Gary from New Jersey. 
the Bible. Micah. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Matthew From that time Jesus began to preach, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease, and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. And when ye come into an house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Mark. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word with signs following. Philippians. 
Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and from Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. you will learn that in Christian science, the first duty is to obey God, to have one mind, and to love another as yourself. The meek Nazarene, the scoffed of all scoffers, said, Ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? For he forefelt and foresaw the ordeal of a perfect Christianity, hated by sinners. Humility is the stepping stone to a higher recognition of deity. The mounting sense gathers fresh forms and strange fire from the ashes of dissolving self, and drops the world. Meekness heightens immortal attributes only by removing the dust that dims them. Goodness reveals another scene and another self, seemingly rolled up in shades, but brought to light by the evolutions of advancing thought, whereby we discern the power of truth and love to heal the sick. Pride is ignorance. Those assume most who have the least wisdom or experience, and they steal from their neighbor because they have so little of their own. The signs of these times portend a long and strong determination of mankind 
to cleave to the world, the flesh, and evil, causing great obscuration of spirit. When we remember that God is just and admit the total depravity of mortals, alias mortal mind, and that this Adam legacy must first be seen and then must be subdued and recompensed by justice, the eternal attribute of truth, the outlook demands labor, and the laborers seem few. Great charity and humility is necessary in this work of healing. The loving patience of Jesus we must strive to emulate. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself has daily to be exemplified. And although skepticism and incredulity prevail in places where one would least expect it, it harms not. For if serving Christ truth of what can mortal opinion avail? Cast not your pearls before swine, but if you cannot bring peace to all, you can to many, if faithful laborers in his vineyard. Seeking is not sufficient whereby to arrive at the results of science. You must strive, and the glory of the strife comes of honesty and humility. One can never go up until one has gone down in his own esteem. Humility is lens and prism to the understanding of mind healing. It must be had to understand our textbook. It is indispensable to personal growth and points out the chart of its divine principle and rule of practice. Cherish humility. Watch and pray without ceasing, or you will miss the way of truth and love. Humility is no busybody. It has no moments for trafficking in other people's business. No place for envy. No time for idle words, vain amusements, and all the etc. of the ways and means of personal sense. Let Christian scientists minister to the sick. Let them seek the lost sheep who, having strayed from the true fold, have lost their great shepherd and yearn to find living pastures and rest beside still waters. These long for the Christ-likeness that is above the present status of religion and beyond the walks of common life quite on the verge of heaven. A little more grace, 
a motive made pure, a few truths tenderly told, a softened heart, a character subdued, a life consecrated, would restore the right action of the mental mechanism and make manifest the movement of body and soul in accord with God. Instead of relying on the principle of all that really exists to govern his own creation, self-conceit, ignorance, and pride would regulate God's action. Experience shows that humility is the first step in Christian science, wherein all is controlled not by man, nor laws material, but by wisdom, truth, and love. In this simplicity, and with such fidelity, we see Jesus ministering to the spiritual needs of all who placed themselves under his care, always leading them into the divine order, under the sway of his own perfect understanding. What has this hillside priest, this seaside teacher, done for the human race? Ask rather, what has he not done? His holy humility, unworldliness, and self-abandonment wrought infinite results. The method of his religion was not too simple to be sublime, nor was his power so exalted as to be unavailable for the needs of suffering mortals, whose wounds he healed by truth and love. May we unloose the latchets of his Christliness, inherit his legacy of love, and reach the fruition of his promise, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Let us be faithful and obedient, and God will do the rest. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy 
Please announce the next hymn. Hymn number 88. Gracious Spirit, dwell with me. I myself would gracious be. And with words that help and heal would thy life in mine reveal. And with actions bold and meek Christ's own gracious spirit speak. Hymn number 88.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. <clears throat> this is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, October 26, 2022. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our website, plainfieldcs.com, has an inspiring collection of the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to, and some other writings by Mrs. Eddy that you may not have known about, and also writings by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her. So feel free to look through the website. There is never a charge. It's all free. Our goal is to share this teaching with everyone who will live it and use it to bless all mankind. In fact, we actually have a total of 17 websites in a variety of languages so that people all around the world can hear the truths of pure Christian science in their own language. <clears throat> we have a Saturday morning Bible study here every month, and the next one will be in a couple of weeks or so. The topic and Bible study questions will be posted on the church website soon. So be sure to watch for them and plan to join us for a really interesting and lively Bible study. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we have our roundtable discussion. This is where we discuss, discuss different aspects of the weekly lesson and other current topics and learn how to better understand and to live Christian science. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Then, right after the roundtable, our Sunday morning church service begins at 11. So be sure to join us for both of these, the round table at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11. Our Sunday school also meets every Sunday morning at 11. The Sunday school isn't limited to those who live in and around Plainfield. Many of the students call in on a dedicated teleconference number from out of state. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number and they can attend by phone too. Our teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We also have a well-equipped nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the little ones along too. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere, mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise 
and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. <clears throat> For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you, as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Go ahead, please. Hello, and thank you for this wonderful service tonight. I'd like to share a recollection of an experience that took place many years ago. It was very simple but profound to me in the sense that it added to the building blocks of my trust in God. I wanted to make some pillows for the living room but I had not used my sewing machine in a very long time, possibly years. As I sat down ready to sew, I realized I had no idea how to thread the machine. This is a multi-step intricate process and was way before YouTube. I don't remember much of the occasion, but that I instantly turned to God for the answer. The material senses suggested defeat immediately but gratefully, I affirmed that the mind that is God knew all there was to know, and so by reflection, I did too. Within about five to ten minutes, quietly reflecting there, and as though I had done it every day of my life, the steps came to me, and I happily threaded the machine. For this simple but wonderful proof of the infinite mind in practical action, I am so grateful. Thank you, God, for your wonderful expression through Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science, and the Plainfield Church. Amen. Good night. Thank you. Ella? Ella from Canada, go ahead, please. Thank you so much. Most of my life, I would view events as good or bad. Something changed this year. It started with us needing to replace our septic bed. For those who are on a city sewer system might not know that in the country, many people have their own sewer system called a septic tank, which flows into a septic bed. When the septic bed no longer operates, it backs up the toilets and possibly other items. Well, to make a long story short, we needed to have a heavy piece of machinery come into the backyard and tear up the pipes underground and replace them with new ones. The job was done in about half a day. The ground was then seeded 
with clover, and the rain watered the seedlings. All was great, w- truly well. I was grateful to the workers and to God to provide the correct workers in a timely manner. What I was not grateful for was the added expense. You see, we also needed to replace the roof on the house the same year, the same summer, and and we were also trying to get out of debt completely. My thought changed, however, when I went over to one of our neighbors who moved in onto our street from Toronto. Toronto has no more septic systems. So I went over to offer info of all that I had learned about septic systems. I looked at their beautifully built deck. They had covered the septic tanks and the septic beds with a gorgeous wood composite deck. It then occurred to me that God had our septic bed replaced in a perfectly timely way. Our deck and sunroom were torn down, so the heavy equipment had no problem working in the backyard. We had not had the money to replace the deck, so no new deck was damaged during either the replacement of the roof or the septic bed. God's timing was impeccable, perfect, flawless. Why was I viewing this necessary job in a negative way? Why was I still viewing the world in a good and bad perspective? Maybe it's good, good versus bad. I had no idea. This happening was totally good. My next question to myself was what other life event was I viewing through a negative and positive focus? As I revised my focus, I have changed my perspective and thoughts. Thank you, God, practitioner, and Painfield, for the space to grow spiritually. Thank you. Thank you. Mara from Mississippi. Go ahead, please. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to have found Plainfield Christian Science Church, and I'm happy to be here tonight. My life has changed in such a positive way this past year. I understand life in a completely different way. I went from feeling physically and mentally unwell, fearful and sad, to having a better understanding of my purpose in life. I've learned to listen to God and love everyone more. This is something that I am constantly striving to get better at. I'm so grateful to all the people that participate in the roundtable discussions and give weekly testimonies. Their experiences are such great examples of humble, selfless people using Christian science in a practical way. It is also an inspiring way to learn Christian science better. I'm thankful to Jesus Christ for teaching us and Mary Baker Eddy dedicating her life for Christian science. I'm thankful for the help of my practitioner, and thank you to Gary for the beautiful readings tonight. Thank you. Bruce. 
I love our lesson this week on everlasting punishment when the golden text is God is love so I guess you can get the gist that punishment is not everlasting in fact uh, something else entirely but this uh, lesson reminds me of how grateful I am that God brought me to the Plainfield Church and pretty much saved my life and it kind of reminds me of the song called Amazing Grace, which we are sometimes sung in our church here. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. It's very descriptive of uh, my experience. And uh, uh, this church found me at a point in time in my life where I was experiencing a lot of uh, depressing problems and it seemed like life was a burden but I found since uh, learning more about Christian science here that life is God and therefore life is a joy it's not burdensome it's joyous it may be work yes but it is joyous work and it left me out of a very depressing situation into a love for life a love for God and a love to work for him and it's changed my whole life around and I'm ever so grateful for it. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening. The other day the idea came to me to read some old testimonies after someone mentioned that it might be a good idea to share again a testimony that seemed worthy of repeating. In going back a few years in the month of October, I found a testimony that about finding peace after a family member had been unkind. When I arrived home on that day, I saw a creased envelope that I had found earlier that had dropped on the floor and I had placed on my computer. This is what it said, written by Mildred E. Beads, attributed or written by Mary Baker Eddy. Quote, God good alone controls us. We feel no mind but his. There is no other mind to feel. God gives all the thoughts we have, governs all we do and say and think. End quote. The tools I use then are much the same now, and, uh, but now, thanks to all I am learning here at the Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church and practitioner help and support, I make an effort to work ahead, quote, getting my violin in tune before the world tries to present an erroneous picture and ruffle my feathers. One of the prayers for children by Mary Baker Eddy, found on page 80 of the Blue Book and page 154 of Watches, Prayers, and Arguments, helped me recently after reading something in an electronic news <coughs> excuse me, letter on my phone. Even with the initial shock, I was prepared to meet this challenging picture. Our God is powerful, a powerful force that never abandons his little children, and it is my job to hold to this truth. 
Praise be to God and his Son, Christ Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. Last Thursday, about an hour after our weekly watch on grace and sin, which included the definition of grace as being spirit, influence of God, operating in man to strengthen and regenerate, to implant holy affections in the heart, and virtue of divine origin. And then there was a line in there that said, quote, the amazing grace of God is operating to bless and heal, end quote. I was reading quietly after the watch when a, I had a warning thought that came very vividly to me that I needed to be more grateful. And then another thought that I needed to be more tender-hearted toward a past situation. As I was changing my attitude and thoughts through prayer, I could also feel a physical healing taking place in one of my feet that was sore. The inflammation went down and the pain subsided. I just want to express my gratitude tonight for the message I got and the healing of both the negative thinking and the body discomfort. We are so blessed for all this work that is going on in so many ways in this church. I'm so grateful to be learning so much about our beautiful, wonderful God, getting to know Christ Jesus' teaching in a deeper level, and definitely a greater understanding of Mrs. Eddy and all she sacrificed, and the veil being lifted off my eyes over her readings so I could see the beautiful messages that she has that all come from the Bible and this church and my practitioner. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Uh, thank you for the beautiful music and hymns. And thank you, Gary, for the very beautiful and inspiring readings to walk humbly with God. I'm so grateful for the many lessons that I'm learning through the enriching roundtable discussions, our weekly lessons, and through the teachings and loving and strong support of my practitioner to know that when working and praying and really in all that I do, to get myself out of the way, to drop all sense of self, self-will and pride, personal sense, human opinion, and know that uh, what we are reminded here often, of my own self, I can do nothing, but that it is the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. It was read tonight, one can never go up until one has gone down in his own esteem. Humility is the lens and prism to the understanding of mind healing, and it must be had to understand our textbook. It is the indispensable, it is indispensable to personal growth and points out the chart of its divine principle and rule of practice. I was so happy to hear this and so happy to be learning this lesson, which is helping me to grow in my understanding and practical use of this science. I'm learning to surrender all to God, to his infinite wisdom and power, and trusting in the truth of his allness, 
and that by knowing and declaring, Thy will, Father, not mine be done, is helping me to relieve myself of a false sense of responsibility and a feeling of needing to try to fix things myself. I'm just so grateful for this lesson, and I'm so grateful to God, Christ Jesus, our way-shower, to Mary Baker Eddy for her revelation of Christian science, for my practitioner's support, and for this beautiful church. Thank you. Thank you. Luba from Ohio. Go ahead, please. Thank you. I have been praying about my cousins in the Ukraine. Uh, they live where all of the bombings and destruction has occurred in most recent times, especially. <clears throat> I was informed uh, also recently that these cousins are safe and the destruction did not affect them. I am so grateful for God's protection for all of us all over the world and that pr prayers are heard and answered. Thank you so much for tonight's reading. I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy. Uh, thank you for the readings tonight. When I was a teenager, I broke a bone in my hand. And from my mother's reaction and the involvement of the doctor, the whole thing was not handled well. Occasionally through the years, I would have this sort of dull ache, which would like be there for a bit and then go away. And before Christian science, I thought that was just the way it would be, and I had to deal with it. Well, that dull ache came back recently, and because all I have learned here from the lessons and regular practitioner support, I immediately got to work fighting this. First, I used what we recently went over in the round table, which was knowing this is a false claim which has no place in God's reality. Then I got to work knowing that for me and everyone, quote, evil has no history, end quote, as Mary Baker Eddy wrote on page 538 of Science and Health. The pain went away, but in successive days it seemed to come back, and so I worked in that similar manner, but I also included the understanding that there are no relapses, and that even that first event was only in belief, and each time the pain went away and now has been gone for many days. This whole thing has made me very grateful for all I'm learning here in Plainfield, and for how practical Christian science is in all parts of life, because what I needed to meet this claim was right there when I needed it. And Christian science works, and I'm just so grateful for this church and practitioner support for teaching it to me. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Patricia in Canada. I'm reading from my diary, 1997. My son's friend Carl had come to visit, and they were playing cowboys I invited Carl to stay for lunch, and they politely took off their cowboy hats to sit at the table. I gave them a choice of three different sandwiches that I could prepare for them. They both enthusiastically chose bologna sandwiches. While I was preparing the sandwiches, they launched into a discussion about God while seated at the kitchen table. I'd often noticed how easily the neighborhood children spoke together about God without the slightest bit of self-consciousness. 
Carl moaned with delight as he ate his sandwich. And then I noticed that he instead began to moan in great pain and his face turned a nasty color. I've never seen anyone go downhill and become sick so quickly right before my eyes. I began to pray. Carl groaned, Oh, I forgot how much I love bologna sandwiches. I haven't had them for years. My mom doesn't make them for me. And I just remembered the reason why. I am very allergic to them, and I forgot that I am not ever supposed to eat them. My son spoke up. Carl, get a grip. It's just a bologna sandwich. Something material. God is the cause, and he loves us and doesn't make baloney bad. If you think he does, that's just baloney, he said, cracking a little kid joke. Get it, Carl? It's just baloney. Carl understood, and they both started laughing hard at the joke, repeating together, that's just baloney. And praise be to God, just as fast as Carl had started to go downhill health-wise, he recovered his rosy cheeks and playfulness super fast, and they grabbed their cowboy hats and ran off to continue their game of cowboys. How grateful I am that God led me to the study of Christian science and for membership in the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. My deep thanks to the Plainfield practitioners as well as other members' contributions. Good evening. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Tonight I wanted to thank God for his remarkable care for us a few weeks ago. I was woken very early on a Sunday morning, so I rolled over and again was just woken. Awake and alert, calm, but certainly very awake, so I thought, well, I may as well get up now. I hadn't been on my feet for more than a few seconds before I came across some water trickling down through our wardrobe in the master bedroom. I turned on the lights, woke my husband, and just as we were getting ourselves together, wondering where this trickling water was coming from, a whole gush of water started rushing down through the central light fixture in the room. We had to move really quickly. I bucketed water while my husband accessed the secured mains to turn the water off. With the flooding stopped, the place was a mess. By this point, it was just a couple of hours till the Unity Watch call, and I didn't think I would be calm enough to join the prayer that morning, so I emailed my beautiful practitioner at this church and apologised and said that I wasn't going to be able to make the Unity Watch call that day because we had a burst water pipe and we were dealing with some problems here. She sent me back the most beautiful email almost immediately, and here is a small excerpt from it, quote, No animal magnetism can enter your beloved home. The angels Michael and Gabriel dwell in every room of your home, guarding, guiding, protecting, and giving you peace unspeakable. It could be no otherwise. I will be praying about this, end quote. So that was absolutely beautiful. When we could see the prayer working, we were now making very quick progress. We created tidy piles of different levels of soaked belongings and we kept on with this sorting process for quite a while until we realised it was all pretty well under control. 
The clock showed 15 minutes until the Unity Watch call, so we settled down and I was able to attend that Unity Watch. I felt so very calm and knew that everything was in God's control. And we felt the love of our practitioner and the strengthening prayer of Plainfield Independent in that united prayer for our world. From there, we found emergency accommodation at a hotel very quickly, so we left our sodden piles and our sodden carpet in God's care and spent our Sunday in a lovely environment. The next day, coming back to our home, it was simply remarkable to see that the carpets were about 90% dry. Now, there is no way this could have happened because we didn't leave any heaters or fans on and we don't have a lot of airflow in our apartment, yet here these carpets were almost dry. With minimal water damage to the ceiling, it could all be very easily repaired. It was wrapped in the holy prayer of a pure practitioner in this church, and we saw that God had adjusted and corrected everything. It was all resolved very quickly. So many things could have gone wrong. I am amazed and very grateful for the completeness of the protection that God gave to us in this. I'm so grateful for the pure Christian science as taught at Plainfoot Independent for practitioner prayer and the faithful members at this church. Mary Baker Eddy really did give us the key to the scriptures in science and health, and I am always overjoyed to live according to pure Christian science. Thank you all so much, and so much love to you all. Thank you. Benjamin. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here tonight and I'm um, so grateful to what Christian Science have, has done for me and is doing for us. Um, this morning I received email from my children's school that my daughter's classroom um, that her classroom and um, teacher won't be available today because uh, some children and and um, her teacher have fallen sick and um, I I was I felt really you know I had compassion um, for her I know how much she loved her kids and how much she would love to be there for them and um, I knew that I have to keep high my thoughts and all the children in her classroom and they're hoping that they were gonna be fine I also know how much God loves his little children and he would never want any one of them to suffer wherever they are. And I kept them in my thought all day. The director of the school originally wasn't sure when the school would be open, and she kept communication with the parents. And um, this evening, I received another email from her telling us that the teacher is feeling 
fine on this. Some of the kids are also feeling fine. And the class will be open tomorrow and the children are returning back to school. I'm, I'm so happy for this uh, week healing and um, so happy for God, what he's doing in our life. Uh, because in Christian science, um, we learn that we don't only pray for ourselves, but we should always remember everyone, including our enemies, so-called. As many as we keep in our thoughts, God take care of them all. I'm so happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Lil. Thank you for those wonderful readings and the beautiful music. I am so grateful that last Wednesday, my cat had a wonderful healing. All morning, she kept urinating a little everywhere, every 10 minutes. I called practitioner for help. She said she would pray, and as it was Wednesday, it was a distraction. She also said to read to her, as animals are very receptive to the truth. I started reading parts of the weekly lesson and parts of a couple of articles. A little over an hour later, she was urinating normally a couple of times the rest of the day. It was over and she was quite peaceful. That was God in action, caring for his perfect idea. I still read to her every day. Thank you, God. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, for the beautiful readings tonight and also the reminder of being humble in order to walk with God. This is not easy. I didn't find it easy because I was on the other side, timidity, self-depreciation, not forgiving myself of past mistakes and so on. But if this was not attainable, we would not be required to do so. And I love the example of Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy. They both walk so meekly with God, always listening to him, and therefore we're always ready to be used by God. The Psalm 139, in there there's one thing, a few verses that helps, and it is this one, where we will find it also on uh, page 143 of the Blue Book. Mrs. Eddie advises the here, students to do so, to use it daily. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. For me, those, some of those wicked ways would be the pride of self-depreciation, the timidity, you know, of feeling like you're not worthy. All of these things can be removed by the truth. And Mrs. Eddy goes on to say, you know, on page 143 of the Blue Book that 
We are called to lay ourselves daily, hourly, upon the altar of self-sacrifice, of utter dependence upon God, glorying in each awful trial, rejoicing in each draft from the cup, which fits us to become participants with Jesus of his martyrdom and victory. This is how we can walk with God if our hearts are clean and we will gain the, the strength, the power that can only come from him. I am so grateful to learn all this, so grateful to be here tonight, so grateful for the testimonies, the hymns, and also the music that was played before the service. Grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Just a few things to read. Uh, first, a testimony from England. I would like to express my sincere thanks for a recent experience. I received my usual invitation from the optician to come for a checkup. My previous checkup had been quite a while before due to the restrictions and lockdowns of the last couple of years. And more recently, I had been experiencing some pain in one of my eyes. I have been reading and considering some of the very helpful articles to do with eyes and vision on the Plainfield website. Due to this prayerful study, my eye was feeling so much better, but I was still feeling anxious about this appointment. As I have been learning from the wonderful teaching at Plainfield, it is wrong to be fearful, and instead we should have more faith in the allness of God and His constant care. I contacted a practitioner at Plainfield to ask if she would give me some extra support, and she said she would. She reminded me that God is the only physician. All that God can see is his own perfection. Therefore, that is all we can see or experience. I kept that in mind until the date of my appointment and had a very good experience at the opticians. He did some extra tests this time and at the end said that all was well for which I am most grateful. I am so grateful for all the teaching provided by Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, for all the materials and writings provided on the church website, and for the support of the wonderful dedicated practitioners. I am also very grateful to God for leading me to this exceptional church, which teaches Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science. Thank you. And then an uh, email from Virginia, or a, a letter. Dear fellow members, encloses my monthly contribution to support the dynamic and healing activities of this independent church. With more and more outreach to help and inspire all those around the globe who seek to, God, to do God's will and love their fellow man, I praise God and thank each one who has a part in this endeavor. From a ha favorite hymn, number 51, God's will is done, his kingdom come, with love and thanks. And then this is an email that was sent to Jeremy from Australia. Sincere thanks for all your good work at the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent and your fine contributions at the testimony meetings and roundtables and Bible studies. Also, as a recent attendee of the Unity Watches, Thanks for introducing and dialing us in all the way from Australia to join the group. So lovely to feel the power of God, God at work, 
and to know that we are all connected and no separation in God's kingdom, no time or space. A big thanks also for the November full text lesson sermon received today with joy and to have the Thanksgiving service included with love and gratitude. And then lastly from California, while reading Christian Science articles, I came across something written in an August 1907 Sentinel. The true function of the church is that of a character builder. It exists to emphasize the significance of the individual, to develop the spiritual capacity of human units, to awaken in each soul a sense of affinity with its creator, and of the infinite and everlasting love which ordains its destiny. It's the end of the quote. What a beautiful description of the function of church. In the past, what was written would, have, would only have represented nice words to read and not related to anything that I, had been, that I had seen in my church experience. But having been led to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, this excerpt from the Sentinel takes on new meaning. I understand it. I see and know the truth of it. I have felt it. I am so grateful to have found it in the Plainfield Church. Thank you so much for those beautiful readings tonight on humility. So many things to, to think about and to practice. Um, I love the quote from Mrs. Eddy where she says, If serving Christ, truth, of what can mortal opinion avail? Cast not your pearls before swine, but if you cannot bring peace to all, you can to many if faithful laborers in his vineyard. I know at one time I would be so concerned about what others thought of me, and I've also heard this from other people too, and I know I was always rushing around trying to please people, but here Mrs. Eddy says it so plainly, if serving Christ, truth, of what can mortal opinion avail? So as long as you're doing the best you can, serving God, it doesn't really matter what everyone thinks or says. It only matters that you have found your peace and your oneness with the Father and you are serving Him to the best of your ability. It was such a great release for me to realize this simple truth and to put it into practice. So I am so grateful to be with you all tonight to hear, the, yes, those beautiful, the beautiful music, the readings, the wonderful testimonies, and much love to you all. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 320. Supreme in wisdom as in power, the rock of ages stands. Canst thou not search his word and trace the working of his hands? Hymn number 320.